listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have a guest on the show. No surprise, I've had a lot of amazing guests on the show lately, and I've been enjoying every minute of it. I have to take a second to say a very big thank you to every single one of them, because it really, truly means a lot to me that they take the time out of their day, you know, to spend half an hour or 45 minutes, whatever it is, to, you know, come on the show and share their tips and advice and wisdom with us. I mean, that really means a lot to me. That's such a nice thing to do. Some of them are VAs, some of them have their own businesses, but most of the time, a lot of them are just pure teachers and TPT sellers and they have nothing to gain other than just sharing their tips. And I just, I mean, lately I've been really realizing how amazing that is and kind of them to do that. And I'm just so grateful for every single guest. If you're listening and you've been a guest on the show, my heart goes out. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. But anyway, getting all soppy and sappy here today on the show, I've got Mariana joining me another Canadian seller. How exciting is that? I always like to have international sellers on the show. We'll be chatting all about serving your audience, which is such an amazing thing and such an important thing in the business and marketing world. But anyway, I won't ramble on too much longer. Let's dive in and meet Mariana and hear what she has to say. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you were able to join us. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I'm so excited. Thank you. <laughs> it's exciting for you to be here. First couple of questions I have for you. I just would love it if my listeners could get to know you a little bit. So first off, it'd be great if you could introduce yourself and you feel free to chat about you as a person and experience and education, that kind of stuff. And then after that, we'll chat a bit about your store and stuff. But yeah, it would be lovely if we could meet you. So tell us about you. Sure. Awesome. Okay. So my name is Mariana and my TPT store is called Three Peaks Classroom. And I'm a very, very proud Canadian seller. I began teaching in 2010 and I taught preschool for six years, which I had no experience in, which was pretty funny. (laughs) But then I decided I needed a change. And so I, I jumped up to like grade three, grade four. And during that one year of online pandemic teaching, I taught grade three, four. So like a split grade. (laughs) So yeah, that was lots of fun. (laughs) Not. Um, I do have my master's in elementary education as well. Before, because before I really knew anything about TPT, I did think that my path was going to be into administration. And then I found TPT. (laughs) So yeah, that's my kind of my background in um, my personal and professional. Yeah. And so what about your store? Like, Tell us a little bit about your journey starting your store and your niches and yeah, just like everything TPT related, how you even discover TPT. It's always just fun to hear people's stories. Yeah, for sure. So I just discovered TPT, like I'm sure every other teacher has just like looking for resources and you Google searching and it takes you to the store. And, and so I kind of always knew about TPT in the background, but I began my store in June of 2020. So during the pandemic, still pretty relatively new. My niche is like Canadian focused and then to get more specific, like my province, Alberta standards aligned focused. I love creating resources that have like a social studies or like a humanities background. So, Mm. you know, things about my Ukrainian culture or Canadian Black History Month or indigenous resources like that's my passion. But my best selling and my flagship products are like I have year plans that align with 
language arts and math notebooks. So if a teacher is looking for a year plan and then what to teach in LA or math, like they can just grab those things and off you go. So those have been like my best sellers. And the reason why my store started is because in 2020, in a bunch of Facebook groups, I just noticed so many teachers, especially new grads, they were like, hey, guys, I just got hired in grade three. I don't know what to teach. Can I just can, can anybody show me their year plan, like how they structure it? And I just see it time and time again. And I, mm. I knew that I have a really good year plan. And I decided if I just tweaked it a little bit, you know, to sell, then, you know, maybe something could come of this. And sure enough, like, that's how it started. So I grew my store really quickly, especially through the pandemic, you know, had a little bit of extra time. (laughs) And I started to plan ahead. And I realized we were going to be going into online teaching. So for my own resources, I created digital products. And luckily, that really took off, especially during the pandemic. So um, yeah, I have a lot of digital resources. I have a lot of like standards aligned resources. And within 18 months of opening my store, I was able to hit that first milestone on TPT, which is like, awesome. yeah. So yeah, uh, so currently I'm on mat leave. But I was juggling TPT, like teaching full time. I'm now a mother to two, but at the time I was just a mother to one, but now I'm on mat leave. So I'm a mother to two. And just recently, my husband and I had the talk about maybe we should take TPT full time. Yes, it's it's like, I just had a conversation with him 10 minutes before we started recording. But I'm like, how does one know? How do you know when to take it full time? Uh, like. <laughs> But I actually have had people request that as a podcast episode. And I feel like maybe I should do an episode on it one day. But like, it's so hard. It's so different for everybody. But I would say you have to, it's, a lot of people are drawn to it when they feel like that's their, that's the option that seems better than the current situation. Like when teaching's become really difficult, like that was for me, like a mental health thing. But I think finances play a big role. You know, so much about your dynamics, your family and your health insurance and how much you're earning and can you live on it. There's like so much to, I can see why you're like, there's a lot to I can look at this. How would I do this? Like it's that's exciting that you're talking about it. Wow. It is. It is. It's super exciting because my husband said, like, look, because this last year when I was on mat leave, it was really the first time that I I really dove into TPT and I was like, hey, I want to see what I can make of this store. And my husband was really impressed. I was impressed myself with like how much my store grew while wrangling two kids at home. And basically, I would just try and find any like pockets of time often working like late in the evenings but it's at that point now where it's like this could be a real decision and yeah we're still going to talk about it but I'm excited for that podcast episode to come out if you guys do (laughs) talk about it (laughs) now I feel like I have to do it now I've made that commitment so I'm gonna have to do it but it could be really helpful to people it's just nice to have you on because you know it's nice to hear a Canadian's experience it's nice to hear you know what it's like juggling having kids at home having this store and it's just I'm really happy for you well done on reaching the first milestone the 20k milestone is the most like exciting thing I think that happens in the TPT journey when you get to that it's like it's just it's just this moment where you're just like, I cannot believe I've done this thing. And just, you yeah. did it in such a short amount of time. So yay, well done. Yay, yay. I know, thanks. <laughs> so I'm super excited. But today on the show, we want to talk a lot about how you specifically like serving your audience and how that's something that you've been doing really well. So you're really passionate about serving your audience. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with this? Like specifically, you mentioned to me on Instagram, that's somewhere that you did this. So tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah. Okay. So I really do believe that every TPT seller should be thinking about serving their audience and their niche. And this is kind of like where you will build relationships and brand loyalty. And so I want to explain why this situation and serving my audience really paid off for me in my business. So in the beginning, like I'm sure lots of other TPT sellers, I was so obsessed with followers and numbers, like on my TPT store and Instagram account, I would be checking every day. Did I gain one? Yada, yada. It was actually a really bad habit. Mm-hmm. I began comparing myself to other like Canadian TPT sellers who I know are in my niche. And I would compare numbers with them specifically. And it actually was really toxic for me. Yeah. And so luckily, I was listening to one of your podcasts, Alex, and it was episode 43. I wrote it down because I knew I was going to talk about it. It was with Jamie Jesperson. And she was talking about Instagram and how Instagram is a tool for building relationships with your audience and relationships are not one sided. And that really hit home for me because the whole time I'm waiting for people to come start following me, right? I'm looking to see if my numbers would grow. So in addition to like sharing my product releases and YouTube episodes, I really began to think about, you know, reciprocating that relationship. And I would take some time commenting on my followers posts and, you know, engaging with their posts and things like that. And this really paid off for me. Like I said, one day, someone had recommended my Instagram account as a must follow for all Alberta teachers. Mm -hmm. And in the span of 30 minutes, I gained 65 people. Not that I was like, you know, worried about numbers at that point. But the fact that I had a a huge like influx of people, I messaged and I said, Whoa, guys, like, this is great. But where what happened here? And everybody said, Oh, somebody said I needed to follow you. And I'm looking at your stuff. And it's great, like super helpful. And so because of one loyal follower, Mm -hmm. her recommendation and our relationship that we had nurtured on Instagram, I was able to gain like a ton of a ton of followers, which was really nice. So that's how it paid off for me. Yeah, this is such a good success story of showing how, and I always hear this in the marketing world, that you should be focusing on finding those loyal, raving fans, those people that will just like swear by everything you do and enjoy your content. Because those are the people that will go and tell others that you're so great. And that's how you grow kind of thing. So you want to nurture those relationships. It sounds like you did just that and it like literally paid off within 30 minutes. You're like, oh, wow, look at all these people. (laughs) Such a cool thing. I love it. It's really cool. Yeah. Like my Instagram, I'm super active on there. I like to have, I call them weekly conversations. So I'll say, okay, guys, let's talk about like parent teacher interviews this week. Like, what do you guys do? How do you do it? And I have people engaging a lot and it's great because I get to hear their voice and, you know, I get to converse with them back. So it's really beneficial creating those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do like Instagram lives and things or see stories a lot? It's like, it's kind of, like, just to clarify, <laughs> what kind of stuff you do? Uh, okay, so I'll talk about uh, Instagram lives in a, in a bit when I talk more about serving. But yeah, I do Instagram lives. I do stories a lot. I show up, even though I hate showing up in mom mode, you know, with like a messy bun and stuff. But again, I'm showing up authentically, which again, I, I'll talk about. But yeah, stories, lives, posts, polls, you know, question boxes, any sort of thing to engage with with people I, I try to use. So Oh, that's perfect. That's like the, that's the way to go with Instagram is to use all of their features, I think. To, yeah, so that's awesome. So yeah, let's, let's go into that next question. So what yeah. are these ways that we can serve our audiences in your opinion? Like if you were to kind of give advice to someone that's in a situation that you were feeling like at the beginning, you know, where they're worrying about the followers and stuff and instead you want them to shift that mindset, like how could they be serving people better? What, you know, what kind of tips do you have? That would be great. 
Yeah, for sure. I was actually, I stayed up last night because I had this like idea. I'm like, oh my gosh, it comes down to these three things. (laughs) I couldn't go to bed until I wrote this down because I'm like, it hit me and I'm going to forget in the morning. So, (laughs) so in my opinion, the best way to serve your audience is, you know, whether, and this isn't just Instagram, by the way, like I know I'm big on Instagram, but it could be on a blog or it could be on YouTube or podcast even, you know, the three things be reliable, be authentic and be consistent. And so what do I mean by those things? Being reliable is you want to be the one that people can rely on you for specific niche. So like, hey, everybody, I'm looking for a a grade three year plan. Oh, you have to go to this store, Three Peaks Classroom, like look no further. You want to be reliable. So you want to make sure that you're providing those quality products, you know, resources, or even just information that's really geared towards your niche because you want to be known as that go-to person in your niche. So you want to be reliable in that regard. Be authentic. Like I mentioned, don't be afraid to be yourself and don't be afraid to be controversial. I learned that from a YouTuber that I follow as well. Serving my audience by being authentic means that, you know, I might share about my teacher struggles or I might show up without makeup on and that's okay. (laughs) You guys we're showing up authentically. Those that will like those people that on my Instagram or YouTube, if they relate to me, they're going to be an even bigger fan and follower because we have a connection. We're relating to each other. Right. And those people that don't relate to me, maybe I did say something controversial and they didn't like that. That's okay. That means I'm not their person and they weren't going to be the ones recommending my channel and my store anyways. So being authentic is super important. And then finally, be consistent. And we hear this time and time again, as sellers, it's really important to be consistent to serve your audience. It means showing up consistently. And I've heard this analogy, do you want to have a friend that calls you and texts you every day for a week and then ghosts you for three weeks? Or do you Mm -hmm. want to have somebody that shows up once a week or once every day, consistently, reliably, authentically, and you can, you know, build that relationship with them. So sometimes serving is easy. And sometimes it can be really hard. So speaking of that Instagram live, I did a poll on Instagram. I'm like, hey, guys, I've been hearing a lot of talk about parent teacher interviews, um, you know, and there was a lot of interest. People wanted me to do an Instagram live about it. I'm like, hey, great. I'm going to do it at this time on this day. Looking forward to seeing you guys. I probably had like 40 people say they were interested, which is probably a small number. But those are 40 of my followers that engaged with me and said they wanted to be there. So, okay, great. I will. I will absolutely show up nobody showed up for my Instagram live. And it's so sad. Like I hate admitting that. I think three people like showed up and then left. And I mean, parent teacher interviews isn't a great topic, but everybody, those 40 people said they wanted it. And so serving in that moment was hard because I was talking to nobody, but I knew that the Instagram live could be replayed afterwards. And so maybe those people were unavailable, but they still wanted that information. So I still went ahead and did the live. Even though I was talking to nobody. (laughs) When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. 
yeah, it could be kind of scary. I think social media is one of those really frightening things, whether it's Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, like putting yourself out there, especially on camera is like a really scary thing. But like you said, I mean, I think that that your loyal fans will like show interest and show up. And as you grow, more and more people will eventually turn up. And you'll never know if you don't ever do it the first time. So it was like, yeah, so brave exactly. Of you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And you know what? I'm glad that I kind of had that experience because now I know what it feels like to have zero participation. And that's okay because I can draw on that. So the last thing I wanted to mention is that serving just doesn't mean giving stuff away for free either. Like a lot of times I think, you know, serving your audience means, oh, I'm going to give you this free resource. I'm going to give you these materials for free. That's not what that means. Serving just means that you are providing something that's helpful for teachers. So that could be something for free. It could be a really quality resource, or it could just be information like, hey, this book that I got is amazing. And let me tell you why and what you can do with that. That is serving. So yeah, tips and hacks and strategies and advice. That's, that's all serving. That's all really good. Yeah, I was gonna say, I remember when I first started Instagram, like I think the first time I ever did a story and I don't know if like, I don't know if literally anyone even saw it. Like I mean, you know, when, the, when you first start doing things like making posts and stories, like literally no one watches. But like, if you don't ever do it that first time, you won't get comfortable enough to be able to do it in front of loads of people. And I actually look back on it now and I'm like, oh, I'm quite glad that I did those things in the early days when not really many people were watching because I didn't know what I was doing. And I kind of got to fumble around and figure it out. And then by the time there were hundreds of people that were watching what I had to say or thousands of people, I kind of knew what I was doing by then. So like having that practice with nobody almost was like really good. I don't know if you agree with that. It's a bad thing. (laughs) No, a hundred percent. You know, practice uh, could only help to serve you be better so <laughs> I agree yes. try to look at it in a positive way <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. So the next question I have more of a bonus question can you tell us a little bit about your experience as a newer seller in the last few years because you said you started in 2020 so you know maybe a little bit about what you've learned or struggled with what's helped you just it's just really nice to have someone on the podcast from your little cohort of the 2020 yeah. joining COVID kind of seller group, which is a large group of people. I know a lot of my listeners are in that cohort. So I just want to hear yeah. a little bit about your experiences. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. So without a doubt, for sure, Alex, your podcast has been very helpful. Oh. I mean, thank you. Thank you for serving your audience in that way. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, yeah, just listening to your podcast and other podcasts as well. Like anytime I have in, in the car, which isn't very often with my two young kids, but anytime that I have to listen to a podcast about TPT, I do, or any YouTube that I, about TPT selling, I try, I try and absorb as much information as possible. I only do have two years under my belt, but the best decision that I made for my business was just to take it slow and steady. You know, you hear, oh, you need an email list and, oh, you absolutely need to have like long form content and you need this and you need this. And it's mm-hmm. quite overwhelming as a new seller especially a new seller that's still doing teaching full-time, as I'm sure a lot of us are. So the best decision I made was I'm only going to take this slow and steady. I began with my store and YouTube. That's it. That's my store and YouTube. And then I introduced Instagram because I was already on Instagram personally. So that was really quick. But that's all it was for a long time. My store, YouTube, Instagram for like a year. And then I decided to, you know, before I would set my eyes on the next platform I just wanted to make sure that I was consistent with the ones before and so just recently like maybe three months ago after after I attended the TPT conference that's when I decided to jump on the email list and uh, it was scary but and it didn't feel like the time was right but I don't think there's ever a time that it's like now is the time to start my email list so I thought I just I just got to jump in 
and figure this out. And so I'm glad I did. I already have like a hundred, a hundred email subscribers, which is really fun. Yeah, it's great. It's like my own little group. And Alex, I purchased your Pinterest course as well. And that's like a big goal of mine as well. Yeah, I'm diving into Pinterest as well. Because email I'm doing like every two weeks. Pinterest now I'm, I'm dabbling in that because next year I want to jump in and I want to kind of have like a baseline of metrics for all of these things. So mm-hmm. it took me two years to kind of like fumble my way through all these platforms. The only one I'm still have yet to do is a blog. I don't have a blog yet, but I have YouTube. So I kind of feel like that's still one form of long form content for people to find me. But blog is something that's on my list to come. So yeah. yeah. I like how you talked about that kind of pacing yourself, doing things gradually. Like, you know, you weren't in your first two or three months of selling and you were like taking on five different platforms. Like that's so wonderful to hear because there is a huge amount of pressure for newer sellers specifically, I think, but just sellers in general. We feel like we have to be everywhere. We feel like we have to be on Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram and a blog and this and that. And it can be really overwhelming. And it's really nice to hear when people find success without those things or they do them gradually, take them on one at a time. They don't have them all, you know, like it's, I think it's nice for my listeners to hear that because it's just otherwise that pressure can be just overwhelming. I'm sure you probably feel that a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like time and time again, you hear email list, email list, email list. And I understand why I get that email list is something that you own and that's personal, right? And I do like to use the, you know, note to followers on TPT, but you only get to send one note every seven days, which is fine. But I like the flexibility with the email, you know. So yeah, I I get the pressure. I understand why, because, you know, sellers that are looking back, they see the growth that they've had and like, oh, if only I started this sooner. Well, I wasn't ready to do that. I don't want to start an email and then forget to email my group, like, you know, in two months or something like I wanted to stay consistent. And the only way that I could do that is by being slow and steady. So yeah, I love to talk about the benefits of platforms that I've enjoyed. Like I'll say that I like this or I like that. I also like to be open and say that like when I started back in like 2015, 16, I really did just focus on my store and I had just that and Pinterest. But like you, I just had the two sort of things for a while. And I went for years just doing that. Like I was, I didn't have an email list from day one and I don't know that anyone should have that from day one. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Some people do say that and I'm like, well, I mean, how would you, what would you email? I don't know what you would say. Yeah, no, it's true. I, and I still struggle with that. I just started it and I'm like, okay, well, what's going to be the topic now? Like I got to plan this out <laughs> now that I've added it. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there is such a thing as like too soon for some things and and yeah. you've got too much on your plate. So it's like as a newer seller, if you can't even figure out how to make a preview yet because you're learning that, how on earth can you also have a blog? Like it's just still too much. So yeah, it's really nice to hear that you did things slowly and gradually and you've taken on things one at a time, which is really, really good. Yeah. And it's good to hear that you've been learning podcasts, YouTube courses. Like I think it's so good to not kind of fumble around and to actually just go straight to learning from other people. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I think if I'm going to spend the time, like if I'm going to spend the time to do an email list, I want to make sure that I, I learn as much as I can beforehand so that I get it kind of not right. I'm not like, I know I'm going to make mistakes like the Instagram live, for example, <laughs> but like if I can absorb as much information out there as possible to set me up for success as much as I can, then I would rather do that. So yeah, watching as much YouTube as I can or listening to podcasts, you know, and that has really helped me. So yeah, I think it's a fine line. I think it's really good to go out there and listen to people that have done things before. So you're not just making lots of mistakes in your early days because you don't know kind of thing. You don't know what you don't know, but you just got to strike that balance between doing that, but then absorbing so much information, information overload. And I contribute to that. I know I do. (laughs) 
No, you know what? The, the best thing is you find the people that you really drive with. Like, you know, I love following your podcast and, and your Pinterest course has been amazing so far. I think I'm on like module four right now. So like you find the people that you drive in that you believe in. And that's like, I'm not looking at everybody on YouTube, but you know, you, you find the few people and, and you take their information to heart. So. Yeah. Find the people that you connect with. And that's what we expect our buyers to do as well. You know, our buyers want to connect with certain stores and sellers that they resonate with. So the same thing happens to us. We find people that we want to listen to. You just got to find your people, I guess. It's yeah. like true in everything with business. Absolutely. But um, yeah, you've, you've, you've given so much helpful advice. I'm really, really grateful that you came on the show. Thank you. So the last thing I'm just going to ask, <laughs> is there anywhere that we could connect with you if my listeners wanted to check you out on Instagram or something? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, now that we're talking about platforms. <laughs> okay, so my, my TPT store is Three Peaks Classroom. That's named after a famous like a Canadian Alberta landmark. There's three sister peaks uh, in the mountains here. So Three Peaks Classroom. Instagram, like I mentioned, I love creating relationships on Instagram. So if you want to follow me and I will follow you back, I will cheer you on, we'll chat, you know, it'll be fantastic. And I'm also Three Peaks Classroom on YouTube and I post weekly videos as well on YouTube for teachers. So yeah, that's where people can find me. And that's like the number three, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I'll put a link in the show notes anyway, but it's... Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you again for joining us. It's really lovely to have you on here. And I always like to take the time to appreciate, you know, that you've taken your time to come and do this to help other sellers. And, you know, it's just really nice of you to do that. So thank you. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. I definitely think there's a really important message here about serving your audience. It's such an important thing to do, whether that's within your products, but also on places like Instagram or YouTube or Facebook or wherever you show up. Providing value to your audience is such a powerful thing and it's such a nice thing to do too. At the end of the day, we all know, I'm sure the science has proven this from what I've heard, doing nice things for others makes you happier. So, you know, don't be shy about sharing all your wisdom with your audience and your ideal customer avatar, your buyers, the teachers, whoever follows you and whoever subscribes to you and buys from you. Don't be shy about serving those people and providing that value because it's an amazing thing to do when you think about how many people you can impact and help. Just such a lovely lesson. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Definitely check out the links in the show notes so you can connect with Mariana. I will put a link to my Instagram as well if you want to connect with me on there. That's just another place that I like to serve my audience and connect with people. Like Mariana said, Instagram can be such a great place, you know, on stories and all that. She connects with so many people there. And, you know, I like to do that too. So be sure to follow me at Terrific Selling Tactics. I will also pop a link in the show notes just to my Pinterest course, Terrific Pinning. My courses open and close at different times of the year. And, you know, they may not be open at the time that you're listening to this podcast, if you're not listening in real time or whatever. But I like to put a link in the show notes on an episode where a course was ever mentioned, just in case you're like, wait, what? What is that? And you don't know how to find it and you're confused. I'll put a link in there so you can check it out and understand what Mary Anna was referring to. But yeah, like I said, the courses come and go and open and close a little bit. So it might not be open at the time that you're listening to this, but it will be there anyway for you to check out. I always have wait lists for my courses so that you can hear when they are opening. But yeah, popping that in there just so that you don't feel like you don't know what she was on about and where to find it. And what's this about a Pinterest course? But yeah, I do have a few courses. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you have a truly terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. 
Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.